Come on now. Can we get more volume on that? Do believe we have. Hey, live signal. We are live, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Evan and Aaron show. Presents the red and the blue soccer podcast pub chat. Holla at your boy. Talk, whatever you want to call it. My name's Evan Casey. My man sipping on the brew beverage over there is Aaron Gordon. And we are just so happy to see everyone tonight. Man, how you feeling, brother? How you feeling? Dude, I'm feeling so good. There's so much to talk about. There's been a lot of crazy activity going on. Mm -hmm. um, you've had <clears throat> international break, World Cup qualifiers. You've had the African Cup of Nations. You've had the Club World Cup. Mm -hmm. great advertisement for uh you know the emirates in uh next year yeah yep. um and uh, some craziness going on with manchester united so uh we're, mm. we're picking things off right? mm, man i tell you I've, i I do want to dive into because here, here's the deal i feel that recently the news for the you know for the good old man you has been somewhat stale and and it, well, well, let me let me let me let me say this. I want to kick it off by by just saying, dude, okay, yes, I know it was Brighton, but to see Cristiano Ronaldo score a goal set up by Bruno Fernandez so so well. I mean, just so well. But then to also see, you know, uh, you know, going back to the um the prior match. Paul Pogba score a goal. That was nice. That was nice. So I feel like, and, and I want to get your opinion on this. I, I feel like Ralph has got them trending in the right direction. I know that we've, we, we've been cautious. We've been really mm -hmm. cautious because it's been kind of like this, you know, yeah, but, yeah. but what are your feelings about that, Aaron? I, I really feel like man, you could set themselves up to be a dangerous team down this last third of the season well that's the goal and uh first up what up to everybody and especially io thanks for joining us what's up buddy um yeah you know the last few games have really had very similar trends mm -hmm. um and and it's been interesting to watch as we were chatting before the show uh you know under Oli, they had a tendency to be very sluggish at the beginning of games and then kind of have to get woken up maybe do uh you know give give up a give up a goal in the first half, maybe a couple of goals, or maybe give up a goal early in the second half. And then they kind of snapped into it. And there were times where they really brushed teams aside, you know, really, really had a lot of swagger, scored two, three yeah. goals. Yeah. And then that ran out on them. Um, things kind of, kind of turned a little stale. The results were stagnant. The performances were stagnant and ultimately cost Ole his job. And Ralph has come in, and I think for a while people were questioning, okay, what, what's new? What's different? We're using basically the same players. You're talking about a 4 2 2, -two uh, and all this different stuff, but the mm. product doesn't look any different. And sometimes they played well, sometimes they didn't. Um, I mean, look, he went un unbeaten in his first eight games, which is a pretty good run, and he's got right. better points returned from his first 12 games than Ole did, so, or at least the beginning of the season. So that's a good thing. Think what is is promising to see in in at least this last game. And again, it's 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 one game, but um, they 
maintained a high level of play. I'm not going to say they were completely dominant. They did give up a couple of opportunities. And once again, we've got the best goalkeeper uh, in the Premier League, if not on the planet, at, at least as far as like a, yes. a shot stopper. Yes. Saves. My uh, he, goodness, he, he, man. He came up uh, big on a, on a close My range. And I think another long range shot. So, mm -hmm. it's, you know, it's, it's not like, um, you know, we're absolutely in complete control. And again, somebody said the other day, you're, you're only as strong as your weakest link. And our mm. weakest link is obviously Harry Maguire at the moment. That doesn't mean he is long-term, wow. but right now his form is very poor and we don't really have a lot of replacements. Guys are injured. Guys have been sick. We're True. not deep in that position. So we're trying to let him play through it. Um, you know, there's, there's a lot of thoughts back and forth. I, you know, I think he could use rest. Um, I think the pressure of being Manchester United captain and the amount of games he's played for both England and United over the last couple of years is a lot, and you kind of see it wear on him. Um, I also just think he's not really a big enough character to be a captain of Manchester United, but mm, that's that's okay. locker room okay. talk. Um, well, but as far as the product on the field, you know, they they played closer to 90 minutes uh, mm -hmm. against Brighton and Hove. Mm -hmm. um, you said it's only Brighton and Hove, and to a certain extent uh, it is, but... I'll, I didn't you know, say only. I, I, these, you know. Well, a lot of these, you know, teams that don't have quite the notoriety uh, that, that you hear about um, are, are playing fairly decent. Brighton are, are threatening, you know, top half of the table at, at, at times. They've got some good players. Um, and look, right now, nobody's afraid of Old Trafford the way they used to be. So they came there and they wanted to play. United did um, have a lot of control of the game. I think Jaden Sancho was really starting to play very well for United. Um, you know, Ronaldo's goal, it, he needed it. You could tell the relief in that knee slide, his sue. I mean, he, when they came over to hug him, you could see the relief on his face. That was the yeah. look of a man who needed that <clears throat> goal. Um, and then, for the most part, they saw the game out. Would have been nice to have gotten two, three, you know, goals and that sort of thing. Sure. The goal at the end of the game is good recognition from Pogba mm -hmm. um, to, you know, see the play, see the breakaway, see the odds. Um, you know, I wish they played with that swagger a bit more often. I think the only reason they did was they're like, there's, there can't be more than 10 seconds left in the game and we're going to run down to the other end. And no matter mm -hmm. what happens, this is a positive. Sure. But, Ronaldo held his run nice. So, and you know, defenders got to look, you're two on one with Bruno Fernandez and Cristiano Ronaldo. What do you do? You, you don't do anything except do remember, exactly what they remember did. Remember during the uh, uh, NBA all-star game when I think Giannis Antetokounmpo and somebody else had a fast break on Steph Curry and he just laid down. <laughs> he, he was like, like okay. Nah. You would not have been surprised if the defender was just like, fuck off, go. Yeah. To his credit, he actually, he did a good job of cutting off the angle to Ronaldo and making it be Bruno. Oh, and then my Bruno God. just, he just little dip drop. Masterful. Masterful. So, but Bruno here's. needed it too. Yeah. Go ahead. Here's to something to prove, to prove the point about Brighton though. I, I, I didn't. I didn't say what I said to make light of them. No, no, no. I know. Okay, because Brighton is this is the same team that drew with Liverpool two two at Ansfield. Mm -hmm. They um, a lot of trouble. You know, uh, hey, that that's fine. Um, it, um, drew with West Ham twice. Drew with Chelsea. I don't know where uh, summer intern. <laughs> Should we get a, a stats. 
I know. I, it's, yeah, I I'm know, sorry. I'm hey, hey, for those of you who are listening right now, I had medical issues today. Okay. So my brain is kind of in a fog. So <laughs> fuck off. Anyway. Um, no, I'm not messing with you. I'm saying there's no way to possibly. You, right. you, you watch, would you watch Pat McAfee show? Oh, yes. Yes. All of Pat McAfee's boys are just hanging out in the background, sitting at computers, feeding him all this data. <laughs> feeding him the like, data. Like, yeah. We, yeah. We, we need, I mean, we're going to have to bring in like Nick and some of these dudes oh just kind of hang out and shout to us from off screen. Like, yes, they beat West Ham twice this year. You know, it's, it's one of my oldest daughters senior year in college. So she needs an internship. I mean, there you go. Um, She's usually just sitting on the couch doing nothing. Anyway. I know. Exactly. Exactly. But anyway, that, I'm saying all that to say this, um, you know, Brighton beat Watford. They, uh, you know, they, they at least, no, they shouldn't be. And so I think that man, you doing what they need to do at home, looking like a Manchester United team looks, I think that's pretty impressive, man. I really do. It is. It's a, it's a sigh of relief. Now here's the thing. <laughs> Here we we're go. A, we're away <laughs> at Leeds on Sunday morning. And okay. that. That is a, that scare you? a historical rivalry. Okay. Um, and they're not going to be pleasant to the United boys. Probably. But United have one of the best uh, away records over the last couple of seasons. I actually think they get more motivated to play away. I think they mm -hmm. kind of need it. I don't, I don't, I'm not sure why, um, but a lot of these guys tend to play a little bit better away. Okay. And uh, Leeds are not playing well right now. Um, that over their last few games, they've just not really put in the performances. Um, they've been exposed. You know, they, they've had some – I'm trying to remember who they beat the other day. Dan James got a couple goals. Um, so good on him. But I, I – United have played well against Leeds recently. So yeah, Leeds like is up and down. Is, they're up and down. They beat West well, Ham. They're, they're but, fighting relegation right now. But then they lost to Newcastle. Right. They're, they're fighting relegation. Yeah. They're, they're, they have no plan B. Um, and mm. if you can get at them early, which United have done the last couple of times they've played them, I think will be a good thing. And then after that, three days later, we're away to Atletico Madrid. Now that is the game we need to be. I'm not going to say let's overlook Leeds. I think the Leeds performance needs to be in preparation for Atletico Madrid for yeah. precisely the same reason. Leeds has that nasty, nasty defensive press. Atletico mm. Madrid, a very, very defensive-minded team mm. who stifle a lot of opponents. So I think that we really need to see this be a, a dress rehearsal. Yeah. We need to be getting the ball out wide to, to Jaden in positions where mm. he can run at people. We need to be getting in behind a little bit more, which might call for maybe playing Marcus in tandem up top with with Cristiano rather than having a single striker so you can cause some unbalancing mm -hmm. of defense mm -hmm. um Pogba has played better in the last couple of games yep. I think it's honestly I know this sounds crazy but I think it's because his contract's running out well uh -huh. no and I get it I want to talk about contracts uh with Chelsea playing, too he's either playing to go to Real Madrid or PSG or he's playing for a much bigger contract next year Mm -hmm. Either way, I really don't give a shit. If he ends up leaving, but we get top four because Paul Pogba has 10 assists and three goals between now and then, I don't really care. Yeah. I really don't because we'll get value for him. If he's playing that well and Real Madrid want him, he's still again uh, got a $100, $100 million midfielder. So <laughs> right, right. I'm not mad about it. And if he decides to stay because he thinks what's going on is good, then mm -hmm. I have one of the best 
central midfielders in the game on his day, hopefully deciding he wants to play for this team. Hmm. Do you have any concern? Um, Io says, you know, I don't know if y'all have watched Atleti uh, lately, but they are nowhere near the defensive stalwarts they were like five yeah. years ago. They are not. Um, they have struggled in recent games. In fact, they lost to, I believe, Levante, to what, yesterday or today. Okay. Um, okay. They've not looked themselves. But that doesn't mean you go to Atletico Madrid in the Champions League and think you're just going to walk over. I mean, right. Uh, right. Especially while United are still collectively trying to figure out who they are. Well, so, my next question for you about Man U, you have a match Sunday against Leeds. You go to Madrid. On the twenty third, Wednesday, and you're back at Old Tradford on Saturday. Um, any any thought about fatigue at all? Not fatigue so much as um, who's available, um, how much okay. squad is Ralph Rangnick willing to use? Um, Varan being out the other day with an undisclosed illness uh, was a little bit of a concern. Um, hopefully, he's back. I mean. Mm-hmm. Look, I'm 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 of the mind that if you name people in your squad, you need to be prepared to use them. Next man up, so, right? Uh, and, and it's Manchester United. Mm-hmm. So if you're there, you've shown somebody uh, at least a modicum of talent and skill and and and, and endeavor. Um, so look, if it's Hannibal Mebry's turn, let's get him out there. If it's mm. you know Ahmad's turn or whoever else. Let's get him out there. Mm-hmm. Phil Jones has been a punchline for a long time, but I tell you that last game he played was fine, and I've got no issue with him being in the lineup. What I want is passion and caring and desire and a fight, and yeah. that's that's what's been really missing is is you know characters, mm-hmm. guys. You know we talk about captains and stuff, and I tell you, Jose Mourinho has has a, a great little dissertation on you know the difference between captains and leaders and. You know, it's not always the guys wearing the captain's armband, so it almost doesn't sure. matter who it sure. is. Um, you know, Cristiano Ronaldo and Edinson Cavani should be acting like Zlatan did, whether <laughs> they are wearing the armband or not. They, right. For all of Zlatan's bluster and, you know, ego, that guy was a leader. He was a leader in the locker room. He's a leader on the field. He'd score a goal, do his Jesus pose, and then he'd put his big old arms around everybody and start pointing at guys and saying, you need to do this, you need to do this, you need to do Mm -hmm. this, we do this, we win. And I'm not seeing that from Cristiano. Uh, I hear Edinson's great in the locker room and and on the training pitch with guys, but he seems a little hesitant to, you know, move guys around. I'd like to see McTominay stepping up. I was really hoping Marcus Rashford was going to be kind of a Beckham kind of leader, Mm -hmm. a quiet Mm -hmm. but passionate lead by example kind of guy, but I think he's struggling for confidence. Yeah. Bruno could be that guy, um, but it hasn't happened yet. And, and sure. that's not the Manchester United way. Right. Right. Um, so that's all I had for Manchester, but I did. No, no, no. You know what? Hold on. Hold on. What, what? Oh, there you go. You got to do that. Got to gotta give Bruno a shout out, man. Got to do it. There you go. So, yeah. So, um, yeah. Uh, yes. Let's switch to. So. Yes. What do you since got? Since we last spoke, uh, Chelsea 
played an FA Cup round match against Plymouth. Yes. Two to one was not uh, the most commanding of performances, if I recall. No, no it was uh, not. They went to Dubai four days later to play Al Hilal and won one to nothing. Mm-hmm. A slightly better performance. Uh, you could see a little bit of jet lag and heat on them, but I don't yep. really think they were too worried about losing the match. Uh, and then played in the final against Palmeiras. Mm-hmm. Um, took them uh, 120 minutes uh, to do it. <laughs> took them 120 minutes and a couple of interesting calls uh, and some unsavory uh, antics from a few guys, in, in my opinion. But one, two to one. Uh, your club world, your club World Cup champions and Champions League champions, Champions of Europe, Champions of the World in the same year. Mm-hmm. Uh, United did that previously. It's a nice feeling. You know, a lot of people don't rate this cup. Um, and Craig Burley had some comments about Craig it. But Burley. What, um, what have you thought about their performances over these last three games? Where, where do you rate winning this trophy? What do you think of Craig Burley? And then we can talk about what you got coming up next. Okay. Um, well, let me, let me break that down. First of all, I, I, I think we forget we forget that these guys are out there working their ass off, trying to do the best they can in every match they play. Mm-hmm. So my, my take is, you know, first of all, let these guys have this. Like, you know, okay, we know that the world, you know, the Club World Cup, yeah, it's a relatively new trophy. Okay, Craig, Burley, whatever. If, whatever you want to say, that's fine. But, but – let these guys have this. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't understand why, you know, why everybody is so like, you know, everybody poo-poos this, this cup. I mean, you, you have to literally play matches against other teams from the world who, you know, in theory are just as good as you are. Um, and what we've seen in this entire thing, um, whether it be the club cup, whether it be the FA cup, whether it be the champion champions league, it, any, given any given day on the pitch anybody has an opportunity to beat anyone i i don't care what you say um with the exception of you know um you know me uh trying to score on david de gea any anybody has a chance to win and so most people yeah okay most people yes there you go um but i i think that i think Burley's, uh, and I like Craig Burley. I really do. I, I think he's, I think he's, he, I, I know I, I'm not saying necessarily as a person, but I like what he has to say about the game. The guy's been there and done that. So you have to kind of respect him that much. Um, this, in, in IO, you said it, it, it was, it was very elitist. It was very like, you know, so what, you know, the, 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 the premier league is the league. Okay. Yeah. We play in the premier league. Yes. It's the ultimate, you know, yes, you want to do that, but this is not the equivalent of playing in the super bowl and playing in the pro bowl. This isn't the equivalent, like, you know, pro bowl. It's like, oh, whatever. Oh, fine. Some people don't even play in it. Well, the problem is up until a few years ago, it was definitely perceived that way. So I think sure. an old head like Burley still has some of that holdover. What I found not just elitist about the, the comment, but also a bit uninformed is that I don't think Chelsea had an option to opt out of the tournament. They yeah, won the Champions said, yes. League. This is a tournament that gets held by FIFA. 
mm-hmm. to have all the Confederation winners play against each other. Right. And there's a discussion about whether it's a superfluous superfluous tournament and the timing of it, you know, like the African Nations Cup. You know, uh, there were a lot of people with elitist takes toward it, um, mm-hmm. about it being disruptive and stuff. And look, there's an argument to be made about, you know, when these things should happen in the calendar and, and what they should should represent and, right. and, and how much importance. But the fact remains, they exist. And what I will give credit for, and I think what you were trying to point out is, Paul Maris wanted to win this fucking tournament. Absolutely. And yeah. it looked like the Chelsea guys were quite happy to win this tournament when yes. they did. Yeah. So... I think that puts paid a little bit to the whole, well, these guys are prima donnas and they don't care about games. I think the fact of the matter is once you put on that uniform, mm-hmm. you walk between those white lines and the whistle blows and the, the ball rolls. It's time there to play. win. Yeah. Out exactly. there to win. And you get to say we're the best club in the world, not just Europe anymore. We're the best yeah. club in the world. Right. For right and now, you get to say that. So, you know, to, to Burley, I say salt off. Because I'm just like, you know, look, it, it, you, are, you, are you just, yeah, and this is something that was going around too, you know, are you bitter? Are you bitter because you didn't get to play in one? You know, are, and so, yeah, I, I don't even want to go down that road, but, you know, I think that you need Fred to let you just bitter. I know, I know, I know, I know. But I think that you just need to let these guys have this. Yeah. And, and it's a great, in my opinion, it's a great momentum builder going back into um, the Premier League, uh, but you asked one other question about their play. Mm-hmm. Um, I and Io, it would be great if you weighed in on this too. I am not convinced yet. I'm not convinced that we are ready. I, and you know, once again, even if we were closer in points, which it was, it's still going to take a monumental collapse by City to even have someone challenge for that spot. Um, they're, they're too good. They're playing. I mean, they've been off a little bit, but they're off is like a notch or two above Chelsea's off. If you know what I'm getting at, like they're, they're okay. They're winning matches, which is good. Um, but I hope that we're going to be able to, you know, like I said, keep this momentum going back into the Premier League. Um, I Kepa was wonderful mm-hmm. in these tournaments. He 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 did wonderful. Um, I wanted to see more out of Lukaku, and finally, toward the end, we started seeing Lukaku be uh, Romelu Lukaku. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the three guys who are. You know, you talked about, hey, contracts coming up. Christensen, um, Dave, you know, Azpilicueta, and Rudiger. We've got to sign those guys. We we have to re-sign them. Um, Dave to maybe a shorter contract, but we, we need Rudiger. We need How Rudiger. old is Rudiger, do you know? Uh, I, think, I think 30. Is he that old? I'm not quite sure. I know this is not his, you know, first go around. Um, 28. He's 28. Okay. So, you know what? Definitely, definitely try to keep Rudy. Yeah. We've got to keep him. Uh, even when he is trying to bite people. Uh, <laughs> but I, 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 
I, I, I want to say this. You know, I've, I've been watching a lot more Chelsea, and Io definitely weighing in here. Um, but, oh, he but, is. He is. He's, he's weighing in. But go ahead. Go ahead. I, um, I've watched a lot more Chelsea than obviously I, I, I wouldn't have. <laughs> well, thank you, my right. friend. Man, um, do I owe you some beverages for that? Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I watch a lot of games, but I watch them from a sort of just sort of I like soccer. Sure. Right. Per- perspective. But now I'm, you know, I'm, I'm watching Chelsea with a lot more scrutiny as, as far as, you know, what are their tactics? What are they trying to do? What is each player's role and, 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 and all that jazz? Um, and for some time now, I have found Dave to be pretty annoying. I think he's a tremendous leader, and I think he's been one of the best defenders over the last decade. Wolfla and I will share that opinion, no problem. Okay. But he's – I thought his behavior, especially in the Club World Cup, was a, was a bit uh, – Over the top. Yeah, trying, trying to get guys sent off late in the match like that. And, look, I, I, I get – at that level, winners, you're doing it, you're doing everything. You're pulling out all the stops for it. I've just found it to be a little bit unsavory lately. Mm. It, re- it reminds me an awful lot of the late 90s, early 2000s, <clears throat> when it was Man U, Arsenal, and Chelsea. And mm-hmm. literally every time the referee blew the whistle, six guys showed up, surrounded him, <laughs> pulling out the imaginary cards, trying to, like, bump, bump him into a, 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 you know, you know, make him make calls. I just sure. – it turns me off a little bit okay. and, and mainly because I know he's been such a good player. Mm-hmm. And for me, it means he thinks he's lost a bit that he's having to make up for it in these other okay. areas. And that's where I was a little like, yeah, definitely resign Rudiger Dave. Mm-hmm. Mm, okay. One year contract. So he's still in the locker room. What, what you need to not let happen is what happened last time around. And you let guys age out too long. Yeah, you, you needed to find a replacement for John Terry two years soon. Sure, sure. You, you've got to find a new half Piliqueta, and whether that's a a defender and then another guy who's a good leader somewhere mm-hmm. else on the field, mm-hmm. or you know, if you can find somebody who embodies both those things, that's phenomenal. Yeah, we've been searching for that for a decade. Well, you know, and and once again, um, Io said what I was getting ready to say. Mm-hmm. You you're still you're still missing two, okay? Two of your starting backs. Two of your starting backs. I mean, you're missing Reese James, mm-hmm. and he he alone is just, he is a playmaker. He yeah. is a playmaker, and we're missing them. We're missing them both. Um, and so I think that Chelsea is doing everything they can, and th- – you know, what you said, Io, about Tuchel not using Lukaku correctly, yes, yes, I, I would hesitantly agree with that. I still think that there needs to be some gelling to happen on that front line, uh, you know, up front. Yeah, there you go. It's Skechers. Hey, sponsor us. Anyway. You know, it just seems like they 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 keep trying and trying and trying and, you know, I don't know. This during the during this last run with the with the club cup, 
you know, last couple games, it, I actually saw the team trying to get the ball to Lukaku. I see, I've seen Lukaku like really trying to get open and getting in space. Um, you know, when he created the, you know, the header, he was just there. He's right place, right time. But you know what? That's what Lukaku does. He's right place, right time type of guy. And so that's what I want to see. I want to see them create. I want to see, you know, um, I mean, even Marco Alonso taking the ball up the side. I mean, that we, we need him doing that um, and not getting beat back, you know. So, I mean, their play is good enough. I think it's good enough. I, I've not really been sold on Hakim Ziyech all that much, but I will mm. say I think him being on the field is a lot more beneficial for a guy like Tuchel because he does drift out. He's willing to play in crosses. Yeah. He's willing to swap sides. Um, Lukaku's got no problem running out to the wing either. I mean, that was something sure. I learned about him at United was he's tremendous about drifting out and putting in crosses. We got a lot of goals that way. Um, I, I, th I think Chelsea's gotten into a lot of, trouble with trying to accommodate Lukaku because they've got so many guys who who carry the ball through the middle. Okay. And there there's a lot more intricacies. So he's, you know, he he doesn't really just want to post up. You know, he wants to make runs, he wants to be able to have a little bit more free flowing and I think Ziyech helps that out. Um and you know, that that comes at the detriment of of Pulisic. Mm -hmm. um, it looked like uh Mount I think got injured. In the, yes. in the, I, yes. and I, I don't know how seriously, but if Mount's injured, that probably Man. means Pooley gets a little bit more run. So, you know, we'll, we'll see how that goes. Uh, uh, to the whole Craig Burley thing, not only was it kind of elitist, but I'm looking at the table, and, and basically his point was, while Chelsea's off on vacation, you know, in Dubai, playing in a worthless tournament, Man, Man City's running away with the league. Well, here's the reality. City's played 25 games. I was going to say, we have, games in hand. we have game in hand. Well, but hold on. It's only one game in hand. It's it's not like mm -hmm. you missed three games. True. Right? It, it's right. not like they put nine points on you while you were gone. <laughs> they right. already had a lead. And and by the way, the, the league's over. City has 63 points. Liverpool have 54 points. Yeah. Chelsea have 47. United have 43 yeah and even if you let so so give liverpool and chelsea both game in hand wins so liverpool goes to 57 chelsea goes to 50 I liverpool's mean, got a shot they they have an outside shot outside shot only if they win against city themselves mm -hmm. the next time they play them and somebody trips them up and then and even at that point it it's only a draw and City is a City has a plus forty seven goal differential, Liverpool forty two, Chelsea thirty. So I mean, look, it's City's to lose from this. Point. Right, and I've right. seen crazier things happen. Let's all revisit Kevin Geegan in Newcastle. But City ain't built like that. Pep <laughs> won't allow that to happen. Yeah. Pep will Pep will peel off that gigantic clitoris sweater. Like Superman and reveal him like he'll have made himself like secretly like there's yeah, probably some dude we don't recognize on the like, bench yeah and, it, and it's him it's him in yeah. uniform and he'll just be like no I'm fucking Pep and then he'll like foul everybody <laughs> and, ladies and gentlemen with that <laughs> we have reached halftime 
of the red and the blue soccer chat and if you don't know by now if you don't know now you know give an homage to that incredible super bowl halftime show anyway um the other football the american football. the other yeah the american football we give halftime shots out to certain people so aaron who you got for us this week man um wow i'm unprepared um really yeah yeah. okay um you know what I'm I'm gonna say this. Uh, shout out to a good friend of the pod. Uh, I'm just gonna use his first name and be kind of cryptic, but to a good friend of the pod, Michael uh, had a loss mm. in the family. Uh, yep. He's a good friend, uh, despite his Liverpool allegiances. And um, uh, I wish you the best through this hard time, man. And uh, yep. we've all been through it. We're there for you. I'll get you a beer the next time I see you. Uh, but launch it to mom slinky so also over the last uh, couple of weeks mm. there were two uh, oh 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 i'm sorry i hate to interrupt i have i have one other thing that that i wanted to um kind of run by you mm-hmm. see if you recognize this quote We are not the best team in the world. The best team is Chelsea, who won the Champions League, or River Plate, who won in South America. The important thing is we won the game, and in three days we go to Norwich and have to win again. This type of thing is about who is the best. I don't care. Just be happy and try to play better every day. Any idea who that was? Is this a recent quote? Yes. We are not the best team in the world. The best team is Chelsea. Well, it's either Pep or Klopp. It's Pep. He's playing mind games, dude. He is playing mind games. Pep Pep has learned from the best. But did you see Pep's press conference the other day after Jack Grealish and uh, the other guys got caught on social media? No. Oh, no, I didn't see it. So after their game over the weekend, Jack Grealish, Kyle Walker, and Riyad Mahrez. Okay went out partying yeah. in London. And there's like cell phone video of Dra- Jack Grealish is so drunk that he's refused entry to a particular club. And he doesn't, he doesn't really make an issue of it. He, he, you know, he's a little bummed at first, but he sure. kind of takes it like a champ and moves on. He's a, uh, he's pretty drunk, but the We've best all been was there. We've all been there. When Pep got asked about it, his press conference is awesome because he's, he's been like this before his response to when Rooney got caught, like uh, smoking cigarettes and crashing like a, a wedding reception a couple years ago and getting shit house. And he's like, yeah, like, I'm just glad they didn't have cell phone video. When I was playing, right? <laughs> so they asked him about it and he's like, I didn't see anything wrong with it. Like I tell you, I tell you what he goes, I'm, I'm mad because they didn't invite me. <laughs> and, and next time they better invite me and we're going to go out to dinner and do it the right way. We'll have dinner at yeah. eight o'clock and everybody's going to be sober. Like they obviously were. And then we'll be back in bed by 11 o'clock, but yeah, they're going to get fined because they didn't invite me. And I honestly, I used to really not be a fan of pep. That's a hell of a manager right there on me so much. And here's the thing. <clears throat> he might, he might behind the scenes be like, Jack, come on. <laughs> right. You, you can't Bro. do this to us. But what I did like about it was he's like, 
they'd already won the game. They're out. He goes, their mistake was they know social media exists. Mm -hmm. That's it. Mm -hmm. They didn't do anything. They didn't do anything wrong. They didn't do anything every other young footballer's been doing since there's been professional footballers and they've had too much money. The real videos are them in the club. Yeah, right. You don't right. have those. You got a you yep. got a wobbly Jack Grealish need to be walked away from a bar. Exactly. Give me a break. See, that is no. And this is the thing. Yes, it's Jack Grealish. That's not news. That's not news. Wayne Rooney is news. When well, Rooney look, gets lit, you know things are getting ready to happen, baby. If if Jack showed up to practice the next day and struggled, that's what Pep's going to complain sure. about. Sure. Pep's going to be like. Look, dude, drink all you want as long as you can make it to practice and and, and perform the next day. You're gonna drink like a man, work like a problem. Man. Right, right. Look, uh, uh, Ronaldo tells a good story about how uh, when he was with the the Brazilian national team, when he got there, he's a young guy and didn't really do a whole lot. And after training, Romario was like, "Come on, man, well, a whole bunch of us are going out tonight." And Romario paid for drinks, got him all messed up. And then in training, Ronaldo is like, oh, I was, t- I was like ter- terrible next day. And Romario is like, yeah, I got your job now. Like, I'm the starter. Oh, like, my Ronaldo, God. Ronaldo is like, shit, I needed to learn my lesson. <laughs> like, like I got to learn to party like a Brazilian or practice like a Brazilian one or the other. Like, that was Ronaldinho's wow. problem. Ronaldinho, I mean, oh, wow. I love the Brazilians, but boy you give them a big contract they like to party they will party right. hard somewhere man. anderson is partying right now i guarantee it <laughs> <laughs> but anyway we had, we had awesome. uh, two international we had an international oh, here we break go. and because here we of the go. international break uh we had some things to cover so mm-hmm. um it's february so I'm, I'm 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 stretching for a tie-in here but it's february and uh, we honor black history in February. And there is no more black history than the African Cup of Nations. Mm. Senegal versus Egypt. Um, not a great game. Ended 0-0. Very cagey. Much yeah. like most of the tournament was. Yeah. Went uh, 4-2 on penalties. Congrats, um, Edward Mendy. Senegal, Senegal. Yeah. Look, Edward Mendy's story over the last decade is oh, just man. amazing. Where he's come from and what he's accomplished. Mm-hmm. Him side... Honestly, Mindy and Conte, when you look at, at what they've been able to do over oh, the last man. decade of their lives, oh, it's just wonderful. And Sadio Mane for Senegal, very, very similar kind of kind of um, career arc, if you will, you know, coming from from not a whole lot and 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 being these great players in the world and humble, really humble guys. Mm-hmm. You get you got everybody driving their Bentleys and their Range Rovers, and here comes N'Golo Conte driving his little bitty uh, Mini Cooper to practice yep. every day. Sadio yep. Mane with his with his broken cell phone and and all that <laughs> shit. It's it's just cool. Yeah. Um, but Senegal beat Egypt four to two on penalties. Um, so that means Mo Salah is never passing to Sadio Mane again <laughs> to Liverpool. So that's good news for all of us. Um, but Senegal, I believe that was their third. I believe that was their third African Cup of Nations okay. uh, championship. Egypt, uh, uh, either have, won one a long time ago yeah. or uh, are still searching for theirs because I know Cameroon and Nigeria have the most titles. They have so, like, um, what, 564,000 of them between I, the two of them, I think? Or I did not watch a lot of the uh, African Cup of Nations because it was on BN and oh, I don't um, for one more stream. Io says that it was Senegal's first. Oh, well. 
There you corrected. go. I, this is okay. Io. If you want an internship, that'd be awesome. <laughs> uh, the synagogue's first, so that so that it literally is Black History. Being it's Black by, History, man. By, by Senegal. Um, uh, that's good. So all right. So so very good for them. And then uh, we switch over to. United States Oops, uh, beat Honduras three to nothing mm-hmm. uh, at home in uh, Minnesota for some <laughs> fucking reason. Don't get me started. Uh, Don't. Weston McKinney, Walker Zimmerman, and uh, the golden boy Christian uh scored to win three to nothing. We sit in second place uh, uh, better than Mexico on goal differential. Uh, we play Mexico in the Azteca on March 24th, mm. followed by Panama at home, probably somewhere in Alaska, and then uh, <laughs> Costa Rica away. So, Kevin, Bismarck, is North the Dakota. United States going to qualify? Oh, and wow. uh, <clears throat> what are your predictions for these three games? I here, I think a better question. No. You asked a question, is the U.S. going to qualify? I think that I'm going to answer that with, if if the U.S. doesn't qualify, then then we should take a 20-year hiatus from, you know, international soccer. I, I just, I think the stars are aligned for the U.S. to qualify for the World Cup. I think that um, the Mexico match, obviously, is, the Mexico match is crucial. But I can see us getting out of there with a draw. Mm-hmm. The Panama match is do or die. That it's- we 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 have to have that one. Yeah. We got to have that one. If if we draw with Mexico, which is a really good possibility, if we draw with Mexico and we beat Panama, um, we're in. We're in. Yeah. Uh, I, I yeah. The Costa we can render the Costa Rica match moot. Like they could call us with a draw and a win. They could call us to come play and just be like, hey, guys, you know, we need to rest Pooley and the guys can, can you? Well, sure. Yeah, no problem. Well, All right. And, you no. know, if given what Greg Berhalter has done historically, I think you and I are somewhere <laughs> in the player pool at this point. Io, do you qualify for the U.S. national team? Does <laughs> uh, uh, does Costa Rica have an over forty you know team that they can play? They yeah. won't qualify. So, all right, let me get this. Let me get this straight. Oh wait, you're saying the United oh. States are going to lose to Mexico? Io. Wow, but no see, better than a draw with Panama and lose to Costa Rica. Yeah, no, no. Even if they lose to Mexico, that only puts us in third, and we can then beat Panama. And solidify well, I, I, that third spot, I think. I think he's essentially saying we come away with no more than a point. Yeah, uh, no, from no. this from this window. As I mean, as bad could, as could we it have been. Could it happen? I, I mean, I'm I'm not gonna rule it out. No. My take is that they're gonna one of two things is happening in Mexico. That is either the ugliest zero zero or one one draw you've ever seen in your life, or mm. Mexico is gonna lay it on us. Mexico is going to win it like three to nothing, which that that very Azteca. well could be. I'm sorry, it's Azteca. Yes, it can happen. Yes. It, it very well but could happen. We're going to beat Panama. I, I would hope so. We're going to beat Panama and Costa Rica aren't playing all that great either. I I, I think we draw with Mexico, we beat Panama, and we mm-hmm. probably 
I think the Costa Rica game looks pretty ugly, and we end up winning like one to nothing. Okay. And then, okay. You know, I I think we'll take. Wow, I'm saying we're gonna take seven points from this. But even I'm if a, we only took four, I think we're okay. Yeah, that's that's where I'm at. I think draw, at win, draw. Here, here's the thing: Panama is is the only team that can really catch us. Costa Rica is really, even though it's just one point, is really outside that. Right. Costa Rica is not taking nine points from this window. No, they there's no they way. They haven't yet. Um, they've they've got Canada next, so there's a ass whooping. They've got then they've got El Salvador. Yeah, no, it's definitely not a win. Then they got El Salvador, which El Salvador you know, maybe. Yeah, yeah, maybe. And then they, El Salvador's they ahead of them, aren't they? Wait, where where was the table? Let me grab. No, it. no, El Salvador's behind uh, Costa Rica. El Salvador. El Salvador. So, I just I, I don't I don't know. Um, <laughs> Io, yep, putting my name on it. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Okay, you say they're going to beat Panama, but they were saying the same. Yes, no, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right, Io. And I was getting ready to reference this, is that it came down to the last match four years ago. And that did not work out well for us, which is why I think Burhalter is going to have um, – he's going to have the boys ready to play. He's going to have them set and ready to play. I think that, that we always rise – to the we rise to the level of our opponent or we sink to the level of our opponent and this last match well well, there you go this last match that we played um against um, honduras you know we we did what we had to do and i thought we played them but but, honduras is bad right now honduras is bad yes but we did what we had to do that's three nil that's that's what you have to do um so i think that He's going to have the boys ready to play. I think we go into Mexico, um, and you know, yes, as you said, even though it's Azteca, we're going in there. We're going to draw with Mexico. I think we come back and we beat Panama in Anchorage, and <laughs> then we, I don't know, rest. We get some of the young guys out for Costa Rica. I honestly think that they draw there. Or win. I, I still don't think we lose against Costa Rica, even with young guys not. in there. No, I don't think I we do. I have a question for you to ponder over the next minute or so. Uh-oh. Who's a better who who do you who do you trust more in this situation? Bruce Arena or Greg Barhalter? Oh. Because no, I'm pretty sure we lost against Trinidad and Tobago because no, Bruce made a really, really bad tactical decision and bruce has never been the greatest manager for the u.s national team Mm. greg berhalter for all his flaws look at the record the results are the results hey i'm a klinsman fan man i'm telling you i would love klinsman now klinsman klinsman didn't fit with the team that he got klinsman and this group of players i think could be pretty good but there's also a reason why nobody's employing Jurgen Klinsmann. <laughs> very, very, very well said, my friend. Very well said. Um, I would take none of them for <laughs> I'll take none of them for 200 Alex. <laughs> oh man, I, I love soccer chat. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are now to the Hey Aaron segment. And the Hey Aaron segment, this is the perfect segue. Um, to what I'm going to ask you, Aaron. I mean, just looking at CONCACAF, who makes it in? 
I mean, we got four racing for three spots. Is it going to be the three old timers or is it going to be Panama sneaking in somewhere? And how does so, it happen? I think let's go back to it here. So I think we are going to have I definitely think the US is going to qualify. I'm not okay. terribly concerned about that. I, I, I think there's enough quality. Um the the bigger question is what what seed sort of do we do we get from our qualification? What pot do we go into? Mm -hmm. um, th those become the bigger concerns. Um, you know, we we've we've struggled to get those good high level spots in the pot to right. You know, we, we've been in the group of death before, um, mm -hmm. and we want to put ourselves in a position to to be above some of that. Um, I, I think we qualify. Um, Canada is definitely qualifying. Oh, there's no doubt there. No I, doubt. I'm going to say this. I think without seeing who everybody plays, I think Canada, USA, Mexico, and then Costa Rica qualifies. Oh. I, think, I think Panama's going to take punishment over the next couple of games. Okay. Um, in Costa Rica. I mean, Costa Rica has a history and, and, and they're, they're going to, they're going to make a push. They're only a point away. So okay. yeah, I think, I think it probably goes uh, Canada, Mexico, us, uh, Costa Rica. Okay. How disappointed are you that there is not a Jamaica team qualifying for the world cup? You know, what's unfortunate for Jamaica is that they've got a pretty good squad right now, but the COVID restrictions really, really hurt them. Mm. Um, Mikhail Antonio is sort of, yeah, as a veteran, but still kind of <clears throat> new to the team and playing with him. Yeah. He could have been so huge for them during qualifying. I mean, timing has been terrible for this. Yeah. Um, and, man, the the reggae boys are just so much fun. Um, so are the soccer warriors. Uh, we were in, uh, Germany in 2006 when, uh, England played Trinidad and Tobago mm -hmm. and hanging out with the Trinity fans would just, mm -hmm. it was absolutely awesome. I had the, the weirdest, like, uh, like cognitive dissonance experience of my entire life. Me this and an English buddy go to this match. We got our beers, we got our sausage sandwiches. We're sitting in the stands. We've been, um, moved away by Victoria Beckham's security for getting too close, trying to take a picture. We actually had better seats than Victoria Beckham and Colleen Rooney. <clears throat> oh um, my God. And then these two dudes sit down next to us and we don't think anything of it. Um, kind of a chunky white dude and his buddy sit down next to us. Yeah. And uh, they're from fucking Trinidad. And this guy had a thick Island accent. Like uh, it was like, you sound like Bob Marley. <laughs> but you look like Phil from the pub. <laughs> and it was, it was the funniest, it was the funniest thing is honestly the funniest thing. And wow. I hope he was authentic. Cause at the time I had a shitty English accent that I used all the time too. Oh, okay. So, there, so there's that, but it was hysterical. Cause he sat down he's like, yeah, man, this is going to be a good one. And I'm like, who, what? No, you have short blonde hair <laughs> and couldn't run across the field. I just, it was funny. Oh really my god! It was a good time. Awesome. So yeah, I mean, you know what I love about the international game, and what I'm hoping, you know, if you can come to Germany for the Euro mm -hmm. in 2024, or just all of us gonna have a blast. We're gonna have a good friends of the pod hangout for 2026. Go around the U.S., Canada, and Mexico for oh. World Cup games. Oh, um, it's just the camaraderie, the people you meet, 
Mm-hmm. You know, we were we were in Gelsenkirchen, um, hanging out with Czech Republic fans for a day. You know, we were in uh, Nuremberg, loving you know, this amazing old city of Nuremberg, um, and then going going to see a soccer game against Trinidad and Tobago at the side of like Hitler's like Nazi day camp and shit. Like wow. the way the world comes together and overcomes its history yeah. and, and bonds together. It it's truly the beautiful game. I'm, mm. I'm so happy to be a part of it. I'm so happy to be sharing it with you and all these people out there. So um us definitely going to qualify went a long way for that conversation, man. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, well, the, it's actually, it's actually a two-parter. I, I got to know, do they make it out of the group stage? Yes. Wow. Yeah. Okay. yeah, the U.S. don't go to the World Cup and not get out of the group stage. We've done pretty okay. well with that lately. Um, chances are we'll run into Ghana again, and we'll see how that goes. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, there you go. There is the Hey Aaron segment. Aaron giving his hot take on some soccer foot, football issues um, around the world. So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us tonight. Um, it brings us to the end of our show. And our final segment is um, Aaron's final thoughts. So, man, it's been a pleasure. And uh, it's been a blast. There's a, there's a lot of good games coming up. Uh, let's see. Like I said, we got Leeds for United uh, away on Sunday and then away to Atletico Madrid. Uh, your lot are away to Crystal Palace on Saturday mm-hmm. and then uh, on Tuesday at home to Lille. Not to be taken lightly, but uh, we'll see. We'll see if uh, you spent too much time in the sun in Dubai. <laughs> um, uh, and then uh, coming up, uh, really, really excited for this. Um, good buddy of ours, Josh Mason, uh, Vice President of Sales and Marketing for Indy 11. We're hoping to have him on uh, the show uh, next time for a full segment to give you a nice little preview of Indy 11's upcoming season, um, new players, new coach, a lot of excitement, a lot of good, solid um, veteran players coming in um, with a lot of youth and energy as well around them. Um, The city does a good job of supporting this team, so get out there to the mic. Uh, but Josh is going to do a great job letting you know what's coming up. And uh, because he's in charge of sales and marketing, I'm sure there's going to be some promos for some things for you to get involved in some good crowd interaction and uh, yeah, just pimping the uh, local game as well as the uh, global game. So that's our take and uh, we hope you enjoy it. Uh, This has been a blast. I love having these chats, man. Yeah, man. uh, Evan is Chelsea going to beat crystal palace. Um, Yes. I think we can beat crystal palace. Um, I think it's, uh, I think it's two, one. So there you go. That's what I got. That's what I got. All right. United are going to beat Leeds three to one. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Go for it, dude. Folks. Uh, it's been a pleasure. We love having you with us. Uh, we're on all the platforms. Uh, we got SoundCloud. We got YouTube. We got Facebook. We got anchor. We got Spotify, all that jazz. Um, Evan. It's Black History Month, so what do we do? Black people vote. Damn right, folks. It's been a blast. (laughs) See you in two weeks, y'all. Have fun, guys.